Okay, uh, gentlemen, we are now 11 lines. Lamed Gimel Omad Aleph. Lamed Gimel Omad Aleph. Uh, 11 lines from the bottom, starting with the words, five words in Itma Nami. Okay. Is there anybody who hasn't got it? Okay. I know Clive is having some problem. He just called me. He can't get through. I don't know if for some reason he can't get through, but in any case. Okay. Uh, we are discussing at the moment now uh, about whether Hamadil Batfilla, somebody who makes Abdullah and Tfilla by saying Atahanatonu, does he then have to be Mavdil Alakos, in other words, make Abdullah then over a cup of wine? And we start at Itmanami. Itmanami. Oma Rabbi Binyomin Bayefes. Rabbi Binyomin Bayefes says, Shoal Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yochanan Bitsidon. Rabbi Yosef asked the question of Rabbi Yochanan in Sidon. The Omri law, others say it's Rabbi Shimon ben Yaakov de Mitsur that he asked Rabbi Yochanan. So there's no question that it was Rabbi Yochanan who was asked the question. The only question is who asked him? But in any case, Rabbi Yochanan was asked this question, but I'm not Shamis. And Rabbi Yomin Bayefes, he overheard when Rabbi Yochanan was asked this question. And the question was, If somebody who says Habdallah during Tzfilah, must he then again repeat it over a cup of wine or not? The Omalei, and Rabbi Yochanan answered, Sorech Shiyabdil Alakos. Yes, Hamavdil B'Tfilah, even though you make it in Tfilah, you should again do it Alakos, you should do it over a cup of wine again, as we do. Says the Gemara. Can, can you, can you hit, by the way, can you hear me? Do me a favor, can you put your hand up if you can hear me? Okay, fine. Right. Iboilahu. They asked the following question. Now, somebody first recited Habdullah over a cup of wine. He hadn't yet davened. Then, When he says Tefillah afterwards, when he says Shaman Esra, does he have to insert Atachon and Tonu? Because since he's already made a bracha alakos, he's made Habdullah over a cup of wine, albeit that he hasn't davened Shaman Esra, does that mean, does he have to govern Shemana Estra again? I, I, I can hear some noise in the background. Sorry. Does he have to make Abdullah on, on the Tfilah again when he says Tfilah? Okay, so the question is, somebody who has not yet davened, but he made Abdullah on a, over a cup of wine, so when he then davens afterwards, Shmanesra for Mariv, does he still have to insert Atachon and Tolu? Amr Nachba Yitzvah, says Renachba Yitzvah, Kalvachaima Mitzvila. This is a Kalvachaima, how much more so from Tzvila? Umar Tzvila, and I explains, the Gemara explains what the Kalvachaima is. Umar Tzvila. The Ikata Kantahi, even the case of somebody who said Abdullah during Tzvila, which is the main place where you should say it, and the Rush Roll explains, well, how do we know that Tfilah is the main place where you should say Abdullah? Because according to, we ask the halacha, and according to the final halacha is, 
that you've always got to say Havdollah as part of tefillah, whereas you could only have to say, recite Havdollah over a cup of wine only if he has wine, if he can afford wine. So Havdollah is the Ikka, Havdollah is the main place where you should say it. So explain the Kavachayim now. A mat tefillah is the Ikka to come to he, if in the case of some of you said Havdollah during tefillah. Which is the main place where you say it. Nevertheless, they say that somebody who says Abdullah during Tefillah must nevertheless recite Abdullah over a cup of wine. And the other way around, somebody who makes Abdullah over a cup of wine, which is not the main place of that. Like Koshikain, certainly he's got to make it in Tefillah. Okay, so it's a Kabbalah. In other words, the question was, that if you, you haven't yet done Shemin Esra, and now you have, you, but you have made Abdullah on a cost, so when you say Shemin Esra, do you have to say Atachan and Tonu? And the Gemara learns out from a Kavachayma that you do have to, what was the line of the Kavachayma? If already in Tefillah, which, which is the main place where you say the Abdullah, nevertheless, you've got to repeat and say Abdullah al-Akos. Certainly, if you say Abdullah al-Akos, which is not the main place, you've got to, when you repeat Shmanesra, say Habdola in Shmanesra, Abdakan and Tonam. Now, Tona Rav Acha Aricha Kameda Rav Chilina. Rav Acha Aricha is the name of the person. He said a brisa in front of Rav Chanina. Hamabdu Batvila, Meshubuch Yosimimishi Abdullah Somebody who says Abdola during Tvila is more praiseworthy than somebody who says Havdollah over a cup of wine. Right? But if he said Havdollah over both Tzfilah and over a cup of wine, let the brochos rest on his head. Though, by the way, those of us who have just joined us, we are now one, two, three, four, five, uh, just we're starting the fifth line before the bottom of Lamad Gimel Lamad Aleph. Lamad Gimel Lamad Aleph, five, five lines from the bottom. Hagufa Kasha. Hagufa Kasha. The Brysa seems to contradict itself. Why? Omrit, you said, First you say, that somebody who says, Havdola during Tefillah, is more praiseworthy than somebody who says, Havdola over a cup of wine. In other words, it's a question of doing one or the other. Then you're more praiseworthy. Because if you're doing both, what's the difference? You, you wouldn't phrase it like that, that Hamad Butzvila is more praiseworthy than somebody who makes Abdullah over a cup of wine. What, it, what, what that Bryce is saying is, if it's a question of doing one or the other, and the preference is for saying it Abdullah in Tefillah. Alma, we see, Tefillah l'chodos sagi. This implies Abdullah in Tefillah is okay, it's enough, it's sufficient, you don't have to say anymore. Because this writer says, it is more praiseworthy to say it in Tefillah than it is over a cup of wine. Now, if that's the case and it's more praiseworthy, it means, obviously, we've got a question, either one or the other, more praiseworthy to say in Tefillah than to say it a la cost. Now, if, you, if you're saying, therefore, that is a question of one. So once you've said it in Tfilah, you're already Yitzah. So ask the Gemara Kasha, but then 
Then the, the Bryce carries on and said, if you make Havdolah in both places, i.e. in Tefillah, as well as on, on the cup, let all the blessings rest on his head. Right? Now the Gemara asks an obvious question. The Kiv and the Nofet Leibach Chadah. But since, according to the Brysa, he's already Yotzer with one Havdolah, i.e. in Tefillah, then he shouldn't say a, a, a bracha anymore on the cup of wine. But have a bracha she'en sricha. Because when you say Amadu ben Kadosh l'chal, it's called the bracha she'en sricha. Bracha she'en sricha means an unnecessary bracha. I'll give you an example. Say a person is going to wash and sit down and eat. And before he washes, he, I don't know, he fancies some, uh, any, any shakal, he fancies a piece of cake. So you say, so he makes a bracha varimimimazinus. Now that is considered a bracha she'enasricha, not a bracha levatola. A bracha levatola is if you just make a bracha and you don't eat anything. A bracha she'enasricha means it's an unnecessary bracha. Because had you waited till you washed and sat down, you wouldn't have had to make a bracha over that cake. Because once you've washed, you don't have to make any bracha. So it's an unnecessary bracha. So says the Gemara now, if you're already yotza, according to that brysa, when you say Havdolah in Tefillah, then you are already Yotza. And by saying a bracha also in addition to that alakos over a cup of wine, it's considered a it should be considered a bracha she'enasricha, an unnecessary bracha. And the Gemara goes on now to explain how severe an unnecessary bracha is. The Omer Rabbi Tabor Rishlokish, and Rav says, and others say it's Rishlokish, but Omer Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish to Omer Tovaya, others say it's both Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish together. They say, as far as Kalamavarech, Brocha She'en Tzricha, Ivan Mishum Lo Anyone who says an unnecessary Brocha is either Lo Sisa, Hashem Hashem Elkechol Hashov, in our service of Dibras, that you cannot take Hashem's name in vain. Because here, you are already Yotzer with your Hadola in Tzvila, and therefore, if you start saying a brocha of Hamadol ben Kajachol over Lakos, it would appear to be a brocha she'en Sricha, which is a very, very, very serious situation. The reason why it's a serious situation is because it says, Lasitza Hashem Elokechol Hashav. Don't take God's name in vain. Answers the Gemara, Ela Hochi. You should amend the Brisa, we should read as follows. In other words, if you said Abdullah in Tfilah, and he did not say it in Abdullah, he did not say it over a cup of wine, then he'll have brachas. Up to now, we said, if he does it in both, it's a very good thing. And on that, we had a question. So says the Gemara, no, amend it. Even if you say it just in one, in Tefillah, that's good enough, you will get all the brochas possible. Now, obviously, it comes out that this Brysa is saying that it's not necessary, once you've made Havdolah in Tefillah, you do not need to repeat it over a cup of wine. And that goes against what Rabbi Yochan just said before, and against what all the other Amorim said, which we learned last week and part of this week, that That if somebody who makes a tefillah, you're still going to make it a la cost. But obviously, this price has got a different version. Okay. Now, we said like this. 
The Gemara said before, what happened if somebody forgot to make Havzolo, he forgot, he doubled Shemanesra, and he forgot to say Atokhan Antonu. Does he have to repeat the Shemanesra or not? Anybody? Clearly, we said, no, he does not have to repeat it. Why? Because he's able to say it a la cost. Right? He's able to say it a la cost. So now, the question is as follows. Boy, Rene Rachista, Merav Sheshesh. Rachista asked the following question from Rachishesh. To'o, bazu, ubazu, mahu. He neither said, he said it in Shmanesra. He said Shmanesra and he forgot to say Atom Antonu. Nor did he say Havdolah. So the Mephosh will explain, what does this refer to? This refers to a person who either eats and drinks before he says Havdolah, or he does a malacha. He does some, something which is forbidden to do on Shabbos. He does it before he's made Abdullah. But before he's made both Abdullahs, in other words, before he's made Abdullah of Shmanesra, and before he has made Abdullah al Akos. So what is the din? So now, as we said before, that if you don't say it in Shmanesra, you can say al Akos. You say it over a cup of wine, you don't have to repeat Shmanesra. So you would imagine that the same situation here with where he's forgotten both, say a la cost, and then you don't have to repeat Shmanesra. So the Gemara says, oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't work as simple as that. Even though we said if somebody forgets it in Tfila, he does not have to repeat Shmanesra again, because if he forgot Atakhanatoni, he does not have to repeat it again, because he can say it a la cost, he can say it over cover wine. But if he didn't say either... Then it's not good enough just to say alakos, but he's got to go back and also repeat Shemana Esra as well with Atachan and Tonu. Now, why should that be? Explains Reb uh, Yoina that this is a punishment. This is a knas. It's a penalty because he's he said Havdolah before eating or drinking, right? So sorry, he failed to say he didn't say Havdolah before eating or drinking. I was eating and drank, and he had neither said Abdullah and Tzvila, nor had he said Abdullah on a cost. So therefore, there's a punishment, and not only must he do it a la cost, but he's got to go back and repeat from an Esther as well and say Atakhan and Tonem. Incidentally, is a din which not that many people know, and that is even though you're not supposed to eat and drink before Abdullah, you may drink water before Abdullah. Just mentioning that as halacha, it's an interesting halacha. So if a person comes home with matzah Shabbos and he's very, very, very thirsty, and for some reason, I don't know, his wife's not around or whatever, and he can't make up dollars so quickly, have a bit of water, that's absolutely fine, perfectly all right, and you make the abdullah afterwards. Okay, now we'll carry on. Omele Ravina. Ravina said as follows, Lerova, Ravina said to Rava, Hilchos Amai, what is the final halacha? Because remember, we've learned different prices. One says, Hamavdil betfila tzorach shiyavdil alakos. And other prices say, you don't have to. If Hamavdil betfila, it's okay. You don't have to make it alakos. So he answers as follows. He says, very simple. Omale, he answered, Ki Kiddush, it's just like Kiddush. Ma Kiddush, just as Kiddush, on Friday night. Even though you say Kiddush in Dublin, because you say, that's a Kiddush in Dublin. Nevertheless, you're still going to make Kiddush on Friday night over a cup of wine. 
So similarly, Afabdola, so Afabdola as well, Nami Afabdola Mabdol B'Tselusa, even though he says Havdola in Tfila, nevertheless, he's got to be Mabdol as well over a cup of wine. As we do, we know that's a din, that you do it both in davening and you do it afterwards as well in uh, over a cup of wine. Okay. Now, if you remember, if you recall, we go back to our Mishnah, where the Mishnah was a three-way machlaikas as to where you say Atachon Antonu. The Tanakhama says you say Atachon Antonu, you insert it into Atachon as we do. Rebbe Kiva said it's a brocha bifne atzma, it's a brocha on its own. And Rebbe Lezer said you say it in Maidem Anachnulach because, as the Mephoshim explained, that we want to thank Hashem for Shabbos. And therefore it's appropriate to say Atachon Antonu in the brocha of Hadar of thanks. And that's why it's in Maidem. Now we start Rebbe Lezer Amabadar. Rebzeira have a rochiv chamra. Rebzeira was riding a donkey. Have a koshokil while Rabchia Ba'ovin was going along beside him, Omale said to him, Vadai, is it true, that you said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that the Aloha follows Rabbi Lezer, who said that Abdullah should be recited in Majin, in the case when Yontov immediately follows Shabbos. Amalei, he said, and yes. Let me explain. When do we normally say it on, on the normal Matzah Shabbos? We say it in Atachaylet. And the Gemara last week gave a couple of different reasons why we should say it on that. Because it's Das, or because it's the first Brocha. But we say it in Atachaylet. Now, if you've got a Yontav on Matzah Shabbos, there's no Atachaylet. So where do you say it? So, so, so they're saying that is it correct that Rabbi Yochanan said, even though normally you say it in Atachayna, you do not say it like Rabbi Lezer says in Maidim, but when a Yonta falls after Matzah Shabbos, since you haven't got an Atachayna, therefore you have to say it in, you can say it in Maidim and Atachayna. Is that correct? Amalei. So he answered him and said, yes, it is true. Okay. So ask the Gemara a question. Halacha mekladopligi. If you're saying we use the word halacha karebeleza, the halacha goes according to Rebeleza implies that there's an argument. There's a machlokas. Otherwise you wouldn't say that halacha goes according. You only say that halacha goes according to one shitter if there's an argument about it. So ask the Gemara halacha mekladopligi. It shows that they have an argument, but it's not true. They don't argue. So answer Gemara a question on the question. But I pligi, is it not true that they differ? Well, pligi Rabbonon. In our Mishnah, what did the Rabbonon say? The Rabbonon says you insert Atachonatono in Atachonen, and Rebbe Lezer says you put it in Maidim, so they do argue. So he answers, no, the Gemara says, no. Amen to pligi Rabbonon, Mishayim Asashonon. When is there a machlokas as to when to say Atachonatono? That's on an ordinary Matzah Shabbos, when you've got Atachonen. But is there a machlokas on the of Shabbos that coincides with Yontzev? There there's no machlokas. There the Tanakhama would agree with Rebbe Lezer. The Abdullah should be recited in the Brocha of Majin. 
since there is no brocha of Atzachonim. So the Gemara says, so, so we've got a question. Halacha means there's an argument. Now the Gemara says, what argument is there? There's no argument regarding Motzah Shabbos, which, where, where Yontav falls. So the Gemara answers and says, you know, the polygraph Yakiva. No, the Machalocha Rebbe Lezer to exclude Rebbe Akiva, because where did Rebbe Akiva say? Rebbe Akiva said, it's a brocha in its own right. It's a self-contained brocha. And therefore, even Rebbe Akiva would say on a Motzah Shabbos that falls a Yontav, it would also be a self-contained brocha. So you would say, either after Atav HaChatono, or before Atav HaChatono, you would say a whole brocha in its own right. Just as you would say a brocha in its own right on a, on a normal Motzah Shabbos, so you would say it here as well. Answer no, we never pass in that Rabbi Akiva. During the rest of the year, do we do we pass in our that Rabbi Akiva? The Hashdu Nekiva Nabad say, so that now we should worry about it. In other words, on an ordinary Motzah Shabbos, we don't pass in that Rabbi Akiva to say that you should say the brocha as a self-contained brocha. So why suddenly now on a Motzah Shabbos that falls on Yom should we say the Allah is not Rabbi Akiva? And now the Gemara goes to explain why we don't say that Allah is like Rebbe Akiva. She says, why? During the entire year, why do we not follow the Allah that follows Rebbe Akiva and say Abdullah has a brocha in its own right? You know why? The Tamnesri Takun to Shastri Takun. Because we hold that the Chachomim enacted 18 brochas and not 19 brochas. So if we would follow Rabbi Akiva, who says you say an extra bracha of Atachan Antonu, a self-contained bracha, that would make it 19 brachas. And the Takana, which was set up by the actual Knesset Agdada, was that there should be 18 brachas, not 19 brachas. So here as well, Hacha, in our case of a Motzah Shabbat, which falls on Yonzev, Hacha, in there were seven brachas, because there's the first three brachas and the last three brachas, and one bracha in between. The when it mocks and shabbos falls on Yontov, Shev Tikkun, there were seven that were established. Hamnilo Tikkun, eight were not. So how can you say, <coughs> so to recap, we said halachas krebeleza. But halachal like rebeleza means that there are others who argue. And we proved that the Chachomim will not argue in this case, because they would agree when it falls, mocks and shabbos falls on Yontov, you can't say it in so they would agree with rebeleza that it said in Majin. So we say no, it's to say that we don't agree that the Machlaikas is between Rebbe Leza and Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva says that you say a bracha in its own right. So the Gemara says no, we don't pass from like Rebbe Kiva even on an ordinary Motzah Shabbos because we want 18 brachas, not 19. So as well, on the Motzah Shabbos, which falls in Yonzer, we want 7 brachas, not 8 brachas. Oh, so now, so that's what the Gemara said. And now the Gemara resumes the, the, the sort of discussion between Rabzera and Rukhia about Ovin. Omalei said to him, love halocha itna alamasin itma. What was said by Rabbi Yochanan is not that the halocha follows Rabbi Lezer, but rather we incline towards Rabbi Lezer. Explains Rashi, what does incline mean? Incline means that we don't publicize that that is a halocha. But what we do is if somebody comes to ask us privately, we will tell him he can double like Rebbe Lezer, he can double it in Mojib. Ask them the Farshim, what do you mean? If you tell somebody privately that that is a halacha, you're not going to tell them something wrong. 
So why is it you can't publicize it? If you're, if you, if you're okay to tell somebody privately that he can daven like Rebbe Lezer, daven in, in Maidim, he can say, Atakhan in Maidim. So why can't he publicize it? So what the Mephashim say is, because it's only said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, we've got no clear cut that the Chachamim say that on a Matzah Shabbos with Shuls and Yontuf, we actually act like Rabbi Lezer. It doesn't say Mephurish. And since it doesn't say Mephurish, perhaps Dalach is not like that. So therefore, even though it seems to be like that, we're not 100% sure. Therefore, if somebody comes and asks you a private shala, you'll pass and it's okay, but you will not publicize it. To Itma, because it, we said, Rav Yitzchak Vardimi said in the name of Rabbeinu, who is Rav, Halacha, the Halacha follows Rebbe Lezer when Shabbos is followed by Yomzev. Martin, others say we incline towards Rebbe Lezer's practice, as we explained. Rabbi Yochan Omar Maidrim, Rabbi Yochan say the Chachomim definitely agree with Rebbe Lezer in this case. Rabbi Chia Ba'aba said that Rabbi Lezer's practice appears to be correct. Now this is an even a lower level than Matin. What we said was Halacha means Halacha, you publicize it. When you say Matin, you don't publicize it, but you tell somebody privately. Nirin means you don't even tell a private person that, but if he comes to you and say, I have already governed and I inserted Atachan and Tana in my you tell him he doesn't have to repeat Shmanesra. You see the three, three different Madregas. Again, the Halacha is Mefurush, the Halacha is like that. Matin means that we only tell somebody privately, not in public. And Nirin means that we don't even tell somebody privately, but in case they have already done Bidiyeva, if they've done like that, then we tell them it's not necessary to repeat it. Let's just do a couple more lines. Om Rav Zeri says Rav Zeri We had four different versions. One is that Halacha is, one is Martin we incline, one is that they agree to Rebbe Lezer, and one is Nirin that it appears to be correct. Four different ways of learning it. So Rav Zeri says in the Kite Rav Chia Ba'aba B'yotcho. What Rav Chia Ba'aba said, which is Nirin, that it appears to be correct, i.e. we don't advise anyone privately or publicly, but only if somebody does it and says, I've done you, tell you, they don't have to repeat it. The Kite Rav Chia Ba'aba B'yotcho. Take Rav Chia Ba'aba's version as the correct one. The Dayat Begoma Shmaitim and Pumit Demora, because he was very, very accurate when he used to repeat what his Rebbe said. Karafa de Pumpadisa, like Rafa and Pumpadisa. In other words, he would have written down what he heard from his Rebbe, and he would have written down whether it's Halacha, or Matin, or Nirin. He was a, a Yekka, and he wrote things down properly, and when he wrote it down, so you can rely on him. Similarly to Rafa, something called Rafa who lived in Pumpadisa, the Omar Rafa, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Rafa says in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Har Habayis Stav Kofel the Harabais, the Temple Mount, was surrounded by a double row of benches. They were sort of a semicircular, and behind it, a second row of semicircular. Right? By your stuff, lifting me stuff. And therefore, it was like one row of benches within another row of benches. Now, why was this exact that he repeated it? So Rashi explains that everybody else calls a bench an itzvah. But he used the words of stuff. Why did he use the word stub rather than itzvah? Because that's what he heard from his rebbe. 
His Rebbe used the word stav, and therefore he wrote down the word stav, so he could be properly relied upon as to be accurate as to what he heard from his Rebbe. And similarly, Rabbi Chia Ba'aba was similar. He also, whatever he heard from his Rebbe, he wrote down, he can fully rely on it. And therefore, we've got all the various different um, versions, but the, the one of Rukhiyah Ba'aba, who says, Nirin, who says that only if somebody comes to us and says they have davenish Shemalester already, like Rebbe Lezer, in my opinion, we say you don't have to repeat it. That is the one that we should take, because he was accurate in repeating exactly what he had heard from his Rebbe. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll run out of time, quarter to nine. Uh, hopefully we'll meet again next week. It is certainly light at the end of the tunnel. So we hope we will meet in the flesh very, very soon.